everyone. This is Triple Play Fantasy Beyond the Analyst Interview Series. I'm your host, Zach, at FF Triple Batman. I am joined today by the wonderful and always consistent Bob <laughs> Lung. <laughs> and you hopefully should know who Bob is, but if not, we got you covered today on this episode. But he is the creator of the Fantasy Football Consistency Guide, which has been nominated six times for Best Publication and a winner in 2018. He is the founder and organizer of the Fantasy Football Expo, might have heard of it, and he's the founder of Big Eye Fantasy Sports, as well as the founder of the King's Classic Leagues. So how are you doing today, Bob? <coughs> Sorry, I just got all choked up. Um, doing great. Um, as I said before, you still have the coolest FF Twitter tag with the Chalupa Batman. God, I miss that show so much. I really <laughs> wish they would re redo it or, or add to it. I don't care. Do something. Please bring back Taco and all the gang. But yes, uh, definitely love that that FF. But no, doing well. Um, you know, just busy getting just getting things done. Right, we got the guide out. We got Expo coming, and so you know, going going good. But super busy as always. That's awesome. So for those of you who have not tuned in before, uh, one, you're missing out, but thank you for joining us. Uh, this is season two of Beyond the Analyst. So for season one, we had thirty great interviews of other. Wow. Awesome. Uh, fancy football content creators. We're now in season two. I believe this is going to be episode, I want to say 11. So make sure you tune in to the uh, first 10 episodes here on Triple A Fantasy. You can check it out on YouTube. Make sure you go ahead, like, and subscribe, or as well as our Apple podcast feed as well. So the whole point of this is not to uh, hear about Bob and his awesome fancy football takes. And I know that he's got a lot of great takes out there. I appreciate that. Uh, but this is the off season. Plenty of time for more fancy takes. So we're here to actually get to know Bob a little bit better. Um, and that's really the fun of the show is we're going beyond the analyst. So, Bob, I know you um, have been out over – you live near Canton, I believe. You're I out over Canton, the, yeah. mm -hmm. Perfect. So you, you've been at the Football Hall of Fame a lot. How did you get started volunteering for the Football Hall of Fame? Yeah, so as a lot of people know, I've been a driver for the Transportation Committee for going on. This is year number 34. Yeah, 34. Uh, started in 1990. So um, 34th year of driving. And basically, uh, my buddy, uh, one of my best friends from high school, got on it first because he actually worked at the same company as the person who was the um, kind of the uh, coordinator or the, the head of the committee at the time. He got on one year, did it, and he goes, hey, this has been, it was a blast, man. I can meet all these Hall of Famers. I'm like, and then the next year they needed more people and they're like, hey, you know, you can get on if you want. I'm like, yes. And, you know, as they say, the rest is history. And now he's number two in seniority at 35 years. I'm number, or no, he's 30, yeah, 35, 36. I don't know. Maybe he's on two years. I forget. Anyway, he's got a couple years on me. So uh, I'm, he's second, I'm third or fourth. It depends on the scenario but uh but yeah so i've driven everybody from al davis to john madden to brian dawkins this year i'm gonna drive to marcus ware uh for you cowboy fans out there um she's um, uh, kurt warner um you know and i've met them all i mean it's you know of uh, the ones who you know come back and that and i mean in 34 years i mean i've just i, I could talk for hours on the stories of the people i've met and the things they told me and, you know, and behind the scenes and the, you know, I was there and here's what I saw versus what you hear. I mean, it, it's, I wish I could write a book. <laughs> I don't know if I can remember it all, but um, it's just, an, it's, it's just awesome. I just love it. And, you know, I'm, 
I'm going to be 60 this year. And I keep thinking, well, maybe, maybe I should give this up and let some other young people under me do it. And I'm like, nah, (laughs) (laughs) it'll always be time for them later. (laughs) Yeah. Right. They got time. Maybe five more years. I'll retire. Who knows? I don't know. But it's kind of hard to give up when you know, like Drew Brees is coming, Aaron Rodgers will be coming, Tom Brady, you know, it's like, oh man, I can't, I can't give up yet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, just being here and, you know, once you get on, you never want to come off the committee. And I mean, I had a couple of years where I couldn't drive. Like I tore my, or tore my ACL, like in a, in July and I couldn't drive. I was so upset, you know, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's a blast. And I won't ask for any of like the, the spicy stories. We can save that for, for all. I was gonna say, we'll have another one. We'll just call it, you know, spicy stories <laughs> from Hall of Fame driving. But is there any player or coach or anyone from the Hall of Fame where like, you were just like completely like the most awestruck um, to see it has to be Al Davis. Um, I'm as, of course I live in this area in Canton, you know, Northeast Ohio. So I have to be a Browns fan. Yeah, I get that. But in the seventies, when I was, you know, a teenager, this, the, the Browns sucked. And so the only team that could beat the Steelers, which was the thing we needed to do was the Raiders in the seventies, right? You know, so John Madden and, you know, all the Raiders, you know, the Kenny Stablers and Cliff Branch, Fred Blitnikoff, all those, they, that was my other team. And so, you know, I kind of just stuck with them in addition to the Browns. So when the opportunity came up and somebody said, well, you know, John Madden's getting inducted this year. His presenter is Al Davis who, you know, anybody went Al Davis. I'm like, Oh, Oh, you know, I'm like waving my hand, like, Oh, I want him. And they're like, why he's, you know, everybody thinks, Everybody thinks he's weirdo, right? He's, you know, or he's an asshole. And, and I kept thinking, no, I, I met him. So I met him 1993. So I started driving 1993. He actually got inducted himself. And I didn't drive him or know or have an opportunity to drive him. But I met him. Um, and um, he was super nice, um, you know, and, and was very polite. And I asked him if he would sign you know, this, an autograph. And he was like, Oh yeah. And I said, you know, I'm a huge Raiders fan. So he wrote to, I still have it downstairs, you know? And I thought, yeah, I thought the guy was great. I, you know, I didn't think he was weird. Now he is weird. He is eccentric. Um, so when I did drive him and again, this would be a long story, but um, it, it was unique. But by the end of the weekend, I was, I got into the circle of trust and then it was, he, I was his best friend. And I was just like, so in awe of that. Like, he's like, anytime you want to come out to Oakland, just let me know. I'll take care of you. Okay. And then he sent me a box of like Raiders stuff, like hats, shirts, jerseys, coats, everything. Just a whole mess of stuff. Just because he's, I said, anything you want to send me for the rate with the Raiders insignia, I'm happy. And he sent me like a box that was like, stuffed with that with items it was great so he was that's amazing cool. yeah. that's really cool uh, i'm i'm very jealous of, of all the <laughs> awesome hall of famers you've gotten to meet over the years um but speaking of, of canton and the hall of fame you also have the fancy football expo there so mm. what was the inspiration to cr- to create the fancy football expo uh it, it actually was a combination of you know growing up in canton and watching the Hall of Fame weekend go from this very small two-day, non-pump, non-exciting, just, you know, they had these events. It was like they had the gold jacket dinner they on Friday night. They had the Saturday morning parade. They 
go from the parade and they would go straight to the, the steps of the Hall of Fame and maybe two, 300 people would watch the in inductions on the steps and you sit in lawn chairs and I didn't charge anything, wasn't on TV. It, was, it wasn't a big a deal. The game was always immediately following um, and it was over. That was it. And now it's a five-day extravaganza, concerts, football games, 23,000 people in the stadium doing inductions. I mean, it's just and, – and so I watched that explode. And then, you you know, and of course, I'm in the middle of it because I'm driving every year. So I saw the inside and how they made the made it an event and an experience. And, and, uh, and, I, and as I started getting deeper into the fantasy world, because, you know, I've been in it for 20 years, um, I thought – you know, we could, this would be a cool place to do this for fantasy football. I mean, we've got the Hall of Fame. We've got the room to do these parties and, and events and stuff. And these people kind of know what they're doing. So I, you know, and I just started asking around and, and, and try to get the Hall of Fame to kind of back me. But they kind of just went, ah, oh, fantasy football, it's cute. But, yeah, you know. And so I finally this just decided to do it myself and just asked if I could rent the places and I just paid them to rent them. And, you know, in three years, we went from 75 people to 750. So there we go. Um, but I knew this community would, you know, would, would, if I gave them the right event, if I gave them what I would want, which is, you know, a, a very inexpensive, cost-effective get together, everybody, you know, it's not about the big boys. It's not about the little people. It's it's about everybody. And so that's kind of what I always envisioned this would be. And I've been to a couple past fantasy football conventions, one in Atlantic City. Uh, guys, people talked about the one they had in Dallas. And it just always was too big and too overblown and too expensive. And I said, well, why don't we just make one for us? I call it, you know, I call us the RB2s. Every, you know, the, the non-superstars, you know, like Mike Clay and Bob Harris, you know, all those guys. Um, and, you know, let's make it for us. and and bring, But bring those guys in, and that's where the Kings Classic kind of came into play, of bringing the best of the best in to have this draft in the Hall of Fame, which kind of started the whole thing. And once I got them to come in, I'm like, well, why don't we just expand this and make a weekend out of it? And they loved it, and everybody loved it, and here we are. So, yeah, that's kind of how it all came together. Oh, that's great. And I guess what are your goals for the expo over the next few years? I think just to continue to grow and, and keep trying to make it better than the last year. Right. I mean, you know, this year we're going to have the expo inside the dome, which is a hundred thousand square foot indoor football field. Um, you know, we're going to have all the, everything's going to be there. We've got plenty of room. Um, you know, so I think that'll really be a cool twist to this year that you know because we kind of outgrew the hotel the last two years and so yeah it just every year i want to make it bigger better uh more exciting i don't want people to like oh well i went last year and it's the same every year you know i don't want that i want people like wow what are we going to do this year you know um so yeah so that's that's kind of my goal is just kind of keep trying to outdo the year before i love it I, I would love to be able to come to one hopefully one year i get to one unfortunately florida goes back to school pretty pretty uh, early so you're a teacher my, uh no but my my kids go back to school like gotcha. literally the week of of the expo so uh, um, so it gets a little tough to to convince uh the wife like hey <laughs> good yeah. luck with the family i'm gonna <laughs> go hang out with some some people yeah. i met online uh <laughs> talk about hey next football. year 2024 they're putting in 
a, uh, a indoor water park. We've already got, they've already got um, a, a Ferris wheel. They've got zip lines. So just bring the whole family and the kids will just start a little late. What's a few days? Come on, a couple I mean, days. I, I definitely do told her anyway. <laughs> you mentioned it before that they were building that all that stuff before that I heard uh, on a podcast last year. So I've definitely mentioned it to her that when it's all done, uh, we could make it a weekend where you guys can have a wonderful vacation. I can have a fun weekend. So there I'm definitely going to try to sell it in, in the future as the kids get a little older. So right. I will try my best to get there. But that's why I do enjoy the uh, Scott Fishbowl live drafts now. I get to host one in Orlando. So that's awesome. kind of like my that's mini great. my mini expo. <laughs> very, very yeah, that small. Works. Yeah, no, but it, it's cool great. to get to meet some local people around here. Um, Perfect. Makes it fun. Yeah, no, but, I did it in Canton last year. We had a lot of great people come in. It was It was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun last year, so I'm excited for this year as well. Um, when you aren't working or creating content, how do you like to spend your, your time? Working my real job. It's <laughs> <laughs> all I have time for. <laughs> no, I mean, um, I mean, I'm a big family person. You know, like I like said, we're leaving Saturday for vacation. We take the whole family, all the kids. And now we got two grandkids now that my daughter adopted and her husband um, and then we just got them like six months ago. So this is their first plane ride, their first beach, first, you know, all sand. I mean, the whole thing. So super excited about that. So, yeah, it's it's, you know, all the family lives within a two hour radius. So we get together quite a bit. And then, you know, and, and that that's kind of it. I mean, again, I have a full time job. Um, and, uh, you know, then you throw in the expo and the guide and everything else. It's, you know, there isn't much time left, but if I do have free time, it's usually spending it with the family of some kind. So that's great. Yeah. It, it sounds like you do have like two full-time jobs between I, I kind of do you, now. your job and, yeah, and I'm and five years away stuff. from retiring from the other full-time job. And that's my goal is that get to five years and then 100% fantasy all the time, which will really make my wife even happier. <laughs> that's when the expo gets just massive and say <laughs> when you have all, all year to yeah yeah we we'll have 5,000 people show up instead of a thousand <laughs> yeah. no, that sounds amazing though so I, I hope we get to that that part yeah, of the community so continues to grow and speaking of the the community you've been creating fancy football content for a while mm -hmm. um which which is great but there's also always new content creators joining this this awesome community or at least people thinking about it do you have any advice for those content creators as they're just getting to start out? Yeah, I mean, I think a couple of things, you know, when I started out, I mean, I, I think the first thing is you you have to find an angle. Um, either it's a new way of looking at stats or you just have a great personality for a podcast, um, you know, whatever that is, but try to be different. And, you know, you everybody knows that Patrick Mahomes is good. So you can't just write articles that Patrick Mahomes is good and Josh Allen is good. So um, try to be different, try to be unique um, as much as you can, even if it's taking same stats and just making a different twist. I mean, you know, I've had people say, Hey, I, I have a way I calculate consistency. And are you okay with that? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, at least you're promoting it. And that's what I've always been trying to do is, why it's important, why you should follow it, why you should read about it, um, use the numbers. But if somebody has a different way of looking at consistency, then God bless them. I, I don't think come right for me. I don't care. <laughs> we'll share time together. Um, but yeah, I just think that, you know, do that. Um, but also have, hate to say low expectations, but I, I really will say that because 
a lot of people get frustrated because they get into it and, you know, well, you know, hey, I want paid for this. Well, I wrote for 15 years and didn't get paid until I finally created my own website and got paid for myself. Um, it, now, there are certainly sites now that do that. I mean, we've got some really good sites that do employ people, do pay them, you know, wages. And then, you know, granted, they're not going to get rich or quit their full time job. At least most of them won't. But you have to have that expectation. Hey, I'm going to do this part time. Do it, you know, because I love to do it, do it because I have the passion for it. If I make a little money, great. If I get some exposure, great. Um, and and but you got to take it slow. I mean, it's funny when and when my uh, magazine won in 2018 and it was only the th second or, or the second or third year I had it out and I got interviewed by somebody and they didn't know me prior to that, which I, I totally understand. And they said, what's it like being an overnight success? <laughs> And I said, well, it took 18 years to get to this overnight success. But yeah, it's kind of cool. <laughs> but that and, it, and that was the thing. It's like I, you know, did this when my kids were young in 2002 is when I started writing the consistency stuff. And I just did it because I loved doing it. And I thought it was a cool concept. And I just kept writing. And yeah, it took me 20 years to get to this point. But I'm OK with that. Again, I had a full time job. I did. I wasn't. I'm not, you know, I wasn't planning on ever quitting to do this full time, even as much as, as busy as I am now. Um, so I think that's the key is just, you know, be different. Um, go slow. Don't don't get upset. Don't get have high expectations that if I don't make money in, you know, the first three years, I'm going to quit. Why? You're, you're still going to play fantasy football. You're still going to be into it. So we'll just keep doing it. You know, and if you make a little money, great for you. It's, you know, go take your family on vacation or buy your wife a great dinner. But just, you know, don't don't go, you know, 100 miles an hour into and then be disappointed because you are not on ESPN within three years. <laughs> very few do that. No, that's very good advice. And uh, yeah, I appreciate that because for me, I do it for fun. It's not, it's yeah. not about the money. Um and like I said, I'm already playing fantasy football. I'm already doing the research to, right. to win my exactly. league. So now I just get to talk about it and hopefully right. help someone else on their league as well. Yeah. So that's and, if the, if the, it, and if the research that I'm doing or you're doing helps me win leagues and I win some money, well, hey, there's my money. You know, it's exactly. <laughs> and that was the last of, we'll call it the, the serious questions. I have some uh, rapid fire questions if you're All right. All right. Rapid fire questions. So I like to theme these to to my guests every interview, and as we talked about, you have the the wonderful consistency guide. So I'm I'm gonna say these questions are either you're gonna say they're either consistent or inconsistent. So if you agree with the statement or the question, it'd be consistent, and obviously if you disagree, it would be inconsistent. So pineapple on a pizza is that consistent Ooh. or inconsistent? Yeah, no, that's real inconsistent. I <laughs> I can't. I mean, I love pineapple, and I probably and I, I think I've eaten pineapple on a pizza before, but no, it's it's I, I'm not gonna if, if it's there and it's the only food I got, yeah, I'll eat it, but it's inconsistent. All right, IPAs are the best beer, consistent or inconsistent? Best beer. I mean, I they're they're fine, they're solid. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say inconsistent. I mean, they're again, I, everybody has their own taste. I'm kind of a Miller Lite purist, so I'm you know I've never been too into these hot, real hoppy, real malt, you know, kind of 
Um, like if I get crazy, I get, I drink a Killian's. <laughs> it's kind of, but so now there's anything wrong with it, but I'm going to say inconsistent. All right. Ketchup belongs on hot dogs. Consistent yeah, or inconsistent? No. This is just a no. It's not, it's, it's just, no, never, never, no. Mustard only. In fact, stadium mustard is preferred, but no, it's definitely not only inconsistent, but it's inconsistent. No, no ketchup <laughs> on hot dogs. <laughs> Band kickers and fantasy football, consistent or inconsistent? This is a tough one. Um, because I started playing in 1985, it's hard because I'm more of, you know, I'm the old school purist. So banning kickers is harsh. Um, but I get why. <laughs> it's a waste <laughs> of a draft pick. It's irritating when they don't score for you consistently. I don't even track the consistency of kickers are so bad. So <laughs> the ban. Yeah, I guess I'm going to say I'm going to go consistent to ban it. I'm, I, I, even though I'm a purist, I, I still, yeah, they're just, they're just a waste of time. So Jake Steely would be proud of you and, and Linda is, is upset now. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, and I read Linda's stuff too on, on fantasy life. I love her kicker stuff and it makes sense. Cause I'm still playing leagues with kickers whether I like it or not, there's still going to be yeah. my, my, my original 1985 league still has kickers. And to be honest with you, if you have a good kicker in that league, you have a very good team because the way we started it was touchdown only and kickers get, the three points. And if they kick a field goal over 50 yards, they get six. So like if they kick three 50 yard field goals, they score 18 points. I mean, if you score 24 to 30 points in a week, you're going to win because it's, it's all straight touchdowns all, you know? And so like, if you get a kicker that goes, you know, nuts some weeks, you know, or a Justin Tucker that gets, you know, four or five a game, your kicker alone can win you weeks. So like I said, in our in that, in that scoring method, man, kickers are it. So kind of hard to ban them, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. The problem is they're just not consistent. <laughs> they are not. At least I haven't proven it yet. I have, I have to get the numbers up. And my last one for you, summer is the best season, consistent or inconsistent? Well, because of where I live, it is consistent. If I lived in Florida, like you do, it may not be. <laughs> Because in the summer there, you guys are dying, um, you know, when it's perfect in, you know, February when it's 75 and sunny, not 105 and sunny. So, but here, <laughs> yeah, accurate. summer's, yeah, it's got to be the best season. It's the only time it's warm here in Canton. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, it, it does get, get hot here. I would say yeah. like nine months of the year. Um, but, I, but I do enjoy my winters. Uh, sure. That was the last of my rapid fire questions. You'd, you were consistently great on that Thank one. You. So. So you don't have to worry about any inconsistencies. Um, can you tell everyone where they can, can find you and, and all of your work? And oh feel boy, free to plug about that. Um, so expo. here we go. Um, so Twitter, uh, you can find at uh, Twitter is Bob underscore Lung for me. Of course, the expo is at the FF Expo. So that's those two. There is actually a Twitter for big guys. Um, it's at uh, big guy FS um, on that. Uh, so those are the three on Twitter. So Expo website, thefantasyfootballexpo.com. Get your tickets. June 1st, it goes up 10 bucks. So make sure you get your tickets. Uh, July 1st, it goes up another 10 bucks. So get them early. Don't don't wait. If you know you're going, save 20 bucks. Uh, so do that. Um, 
BigGuyFantasySports.com is the website to go and get all your consistency stuff. And if you want to get the, of course, the Fantasy Football Consistency Guide, go to Amazon and just type in Fantasy Football Consistency. I guarantee you it's the only one that's going to pop up. So grab that there on Amazon and then use the code at the bottom of the pages. Come back and then for only 10 more dollars, you can get a year, the season subscription for the Big Guy site to get all the tools that you need on that as well. So, Zach? Mr. Chalupa Batman, thank you, sir. No, I appreciate you coming on, Bob. Thank you. I hope everyone had fun getting to know you a little bit more. And I uh, can't wait to hear more of those Hall of Fame stories. Yeah, we, <laughs> we will definitely do that at some point, sometime. Let me know. We'll block out an hour, though. It's going to, we've got a few, we've got a lot. <laughs> Sounds great to me. So, for those of you tuning in, I appreciate it. Go ahead, like, subscribe to Triple Play Fantasy. We got you covered not just with football, but with baseball, basketball. We even talk about some movies and food on the channel so make sure you go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any of that wonderful content that the team is putting out make sure again you tune in for our next interview as well and again thank you bob and have a great one everybody thanks